Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down or call each other and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. And this week it is episode 91. And my pal Bradley McHugh is back and we are talking Mega Man X3 for the Super Nintendo. And if you've never played Mega Man X3, listen, don't worry about it. It's okay. Uh, don't turn off the episode. Don't be like, oh, fuck, I never played this game. I can't imagine you got this far if that's the case. Uh, I had never played this game until very recently myself because it's very, very expensive on the original Super Nintendo. And quite frankly, it you may not want to you may not want to play it. And that hurts me to say because I love Mega Man. Uh, but I've got some beef with Mega Man X3 and we're going to get into it on the podcast this week. Before I do that, you know, I'm going to ramble a little do that. Uh, you know, I'm going to ramble a little bit. And before I do that, I'm going to fucking vent because of the second goddamn time I had to record the intro because the first time I spent 20 plus minutes recording it and then realized I had the wrong cord plugged into my Zoom recorder. So here's a little bit of a tip for all of you new podcasters, all you junior podcastites out there and you want to do a goddamn show, make sure that your equipment is set up right before you talk for 20 plus minutes so you don't have to re-record everything you fucking said the first time and try to make it sound interesting again. Anyway. 
Uh, I got some rambling to do first, so you guys know how that works. Uh, first and foremost, if you're one of the people out there that don't like hearing about the Patreon account every month, well, this is your lucky day. You are not going to be hearing about the Patreon account for the foreseeable future because I have to shut it down. And I put a far more detailed note on our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook page, and the Patreon page. You can find all that stuff online if you just search for Remember the Game. But uh, basically, the long and short of it is living here in Canada, our government is paying everyone that has lost their source of income uh, a couple grand a month to get by and live. And as you all know, I am a stand-up comedian. And believe it or not, when nobody's allowed to sit anywhere near anywhere else, uh, no one's going to st- stand-up comedy shows. So my comedy career has completely grinded to a halt. So the only source of income I had was about $200 a month through the Patreon. And so when the government rolled out this $2,000 a month plan to buy food and things, I said, well, I'm certainly signing up for that. And according to the very fuzzy guidelines that they've released, and after having some discussions with my accountant, uh, you can't have a source of income to be eligible for that $2,000 a month. And the $200-ish amount every month I make off the Patreon counts as a source of income. So I have to temporarily suspend the Patreon so that the government will pay me to eat food. So uh, if you are, okay, so quickly, if you are already subscribed to the Patreon, uh, you will not be charged at the end of April. I'll be shutting down the page at the end of the week and I'll be reactivating it when things are back to normal. You are owed some extra podcasts and I will be releasing them to the general public uh, for every Sunday for the rest of the month, the expansion pass episodes, because I can't put them on the Patreon feed without a Patreon page. So if you have signed up for the Patreon and been charged for April and you are still entered in the prize draw that will be happening on Thursday is for a $50 gift card to the system of your choice. If you would rather have your Patreon money refunded to you because you signed up to hear the extra podcasts that will now be available for free, you have until Thursday. Okay, I'm sorry it's short notice, but I have to put the claim into the government and I have to get the Patreon shut down before I can put in the claim. So please reach out to me on Patreon. Let me know if you want your money refunded. No hard feelings. I'm not angry. I'm very sorry about the confusion. There's nothing I can do about this. This is obviously crazy times for everybody. I will still be doing all the shout outs this month. I've got them split up into four groups so I can give a few shout outs every week here in April. And the Patreon poll has already wrapped up. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic has won. So that is the game that I'll be playing through this month to give you guys an episode about in May. So there's all the Patreon information. Do not go to patreon.com and sign up right now because you can't. If you want your money back, let me know. Otherwise, the prize draw will be going down tomorrow. Kind of sucks. I'll be honest with you. Like we worked really hard to try to get the Patreon off the ground. And now it's all gone again. But you know what? Listen, like I'm not going to bitch here about it. I'm not going to sit here and complain. Um, if the biggest problem that I have in my life is having to choose between $200 a month Patreon from my friends uh, and the listeners of the show or $2,000 from the government of my country to try to stay safe and keep food in my stomach while this whole thing happens, that is a pretty good situation to be in compared to the situation a lot of other people are finding themselves in right now. So I'm not angry. Thank you all so much for your support. The regular show is still going live every Wednesday and the next three episodes of Expansion Pass will still be going live every Sunday just for all of you guys to listen to while you're sitting around doing nothing just like I'm going to be doing for the foreseeable future. Uh, so with that said, I want to give out some Patreon shout outs. So the following people, that, and again, if you don't hear your name today, there's a lot of names to mention. We had a huge month on Patreon last month. So I've split it up uh, over every episode in April. So that way I make sure I hit everybody and you get more than just two seconds. Well, you're going to get like two seconds, but anyway, I'm not rambling through all of them. Massive thank you to Andre, possibly the giant variation 
Andrew W. I do not know what your last name is, Andrew, but I like that your last initial rhymes with the last letter of your first name. Andy Baker, who's been supporting the show forever. Thank you very much. Ashley K. Mucho appreciated. Ben Drinkin. Love the handle so much. Thank you very much, dude. Ben Bullio, who I still can't say your fucking last name, and I probably never will be able to. Charlie M. You are now officially Chuck. Chris Flurry and the slightly less cool last name, but still equally appreciated Patreon. Chris Sumner. Chris, listen, my last name is blank, so I know all about other people having cooler last names than me. Chris Flurry is a fucking sweet name. Uh, shout out to Corey, who works at Jersey's Cards. No, yeah, Jersey's Cards and Comics in Virginia. I think I got that right, Corey. Uh, if I got it wrong, yell at me. Sorry, man. Daniel Brooks, longtime supporter of the show. Thank you very much. And a guy who's been on the show right from day one, uh, Dave L. Thank you so much for supporting the show on Patreon, you guys. So that's your Patreon information. I wanted to get it out of the way and get it in so everybody understands what's happening with it. Uh, like I mentioned, now I got some news I want to get to, and then we'll get to Mega Man X3. Uh, I just bring it up my goddamn list that I already had fucking done for the first time I recorded all this. Like I mentioned, we're doing a Patreon. We were planning to do a Patreon poll every month. We won't be doing it for the next couple of months, but Star Wars Knights of the Old, Knight of the Old, Knights of the Old Republic. Everyone just says KOTOR, but I didn't know if everyone knew what that would be. Uh, for the original Xbox that won this month's poll, it nearly beat out Final Fantasy Tactics. So I will be trying to get through that this month. I just downloaded it on my Xbox One for like $5. I'm going to try to get through it this month, and then you guys will receive an episode about it in May. Uh, last month, Spyro the Dragon for the original PlayStation won the poll. I actually just finished playing it. I'll get more into that in a few minutes. And you guys will be getting an episode about that here in the coming weeks. Uh, I'm going to try to get through Final Fantasy Tactics too, but I don't know. As it is, Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out in less than 48 hours from the time this podcast goes live. So... I know I literally have nothing to do now because I can't even work on the extra episodes of the podcast. Uh, but like, I still have to. I'm, I'm going to be playing uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic, which apparently is very long, and Final Fantasy VII Remake, which apparently is thirty or forty hours long. And those two alone should keep me busy for quite some time. I don't know about you guys, but I am fucking excited for Final Fantasy VII. I have avoided all spoilers. I have not played the demo. I looked up a few reviews just to see the scores and the playtime. I didn't want to... I don't know about you guys, but like sometimes I try not to... If it's a game that I'm pretty confident I'm going to play, I try not to even read the reviews because I don't want them to warp my opinion of the game. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you ever read a review where someone mentions, like, I don't know, uh, the combat is very repetitive and boring, and then you can't help but think that, even if you weren't thinking it? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't want that feeling with this, because I've really been looking forward to this game for a long time, as so many of you fucking are. So, uh, yeah, I've just avoided everything. Scores are really good. As of this morning, when I was looking on Metacritic, it had over 70 reviews, and its average score was 87 out of 100, which is pretty fucking good. So I don't normally 100% games uh, outside of like a, usually Metroidvanias like Ori and stuff like that are the, the few games or Mario's where I really go after everything. But like it sounds like there's a bunch of side quests and fun stuff to do in Final Fantasy VII Remake if you want to. And I'll be honest with you guys, like I've been waiting a long time for this game like the rest of you have. I love Final Fantasy VII. Well, I like, I shouldn't say I love. People throw that word around too much. I really like Final Fantasy VII. Uh, and I'm pretty excited for this remake. So I think I'm going to probably do everything. Plus I got nowhere else to be. I can't go outside. So I'll probably try to go through everything on final fantasy seven. Uh, if you pre-ordered it and you're kind of getting fucked on your hard copy, uh, I'm very sorry. It's a tough spot for everyone involved. Uh, digital is the way to go. I'm pretty excited. I got it downloading, uh, right now. Pretty goddamn excited. Oh yeah. An expected episode on the final fantasy seven remake. I don't know if it's going to be a spoiler cast. Or if it's just going to be a regular one, maybe I'll put it up a poll and see what it'll do. That was my plan for one of the episodes of Expansion Pass later this month. And now, because the Patreon is dead, you all get it. So that'll probably be going live on the last Sunday of the month. 
a full-out review of Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is one of my most anticipated games of the year. And as you all know, another one of my most anticipated games of the year was The Last of Us 2. And now that is no longer one of my most anticipated games because I don't know when to anticipate it. Um, if you didn't know Final, or Final Fantasy VII... Last of Us, sorry, I've had a lot of coffee and I've already done this once and I'm rattled. So uh, Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely. They came out and said it the other day. Uh, originally, I think some people thought maybe it was a tech thing, like the, there was a problem with the game, some bugs, quality, something like that. Then some people, myself included, thought maybe it had something to do with the subject matter and the current state of the planet. I guess without going into any spoilers, if you've never played the original Last of Us, uh, it's set in like a world that has been decimated by like a virus and made everybody really sick and into creatures and stuff like that. Uh, and originally that's why I thought maybe they weren't releasing it. They thought it wouldn't be very sensitive right now. But now the general consensus of the stories uh, that I have read about the final, the last of fuck, I keep, re- keep reading the word Final Fantasy VII. I'm going to scroll past that on my notes. The general consensus of all the articles I've read about The Last of Us 2 delay is that they are concerned that they can't release it physically, at least not at the volume that it has to be released, and they don't want to lose out on those sales and fuck people over. And some people have been really angry about it, but listen, like I understand where they're coming from. First off, I have no idea how much money Naughty Dog and the powers that be at Sony have sunk into this game, but you have to think it's like high eight figures minimum probably more than that i don't know how much it costs to make a video game they've sunk lots of fucking money into this and they need to see a return on their investment and outside of final fantasy 7 remake uh last of us 2 is the biggest exclusive probably left in the history of the playstation 4 um so they have to make it count they have to cash it in people have waited a long time for this it's one of the most anticipated games fucking ever and if you live somewhere where there's a data cap on your home internet or you don't have really good internet, maybe you don't have access to downloading it digitally, now you can't play it. And now not only is Naughty Dog not getting that sale, but you may not buy it now because chances are you're going to run into spoilers before you can get your hands on a physical copy if the physical copies are getting delayed, right? And even if they could produce and ship out the physical copies, there's only a third of the stores that would be selling it open and those stores aren't going to want a ton of people lined up to buy a physical copy of the game. So I can, I get it. I get the delay. It sucks because I know we're all locked inside right now and that's the game that a lot of people were looking forward to. But I get it. I, I want to see Naughty Dog. Like, I want a Last of Us 3. Without even knowing what happens to Last of Us 2, I'm a trillion percent confident I'm going to want a Last of Us 3. And if we're going to get a Last of Us 3, it has to be because Naughty Dog and Sony saw a return on their investment of the production of number two. So if they want to wait and push this out when more and more people can get it day one and play it, then... I have no problem with that. It just, uh, you know, and who knows? Maybe they'll improve the game a little bit, right? They've got a few more months now to put another, you know, to tweak the coat of paint that's on it, and maybe they'll make it just a little bit better. So is what it is. Kind of sucks, but it's okay. We have lots to play. Dude, just go through your backlog. I have so many games in my backlog right now. I'm replaying games. There's so much to play right now. Or I guess you could talk to your family and stuff, but, like, you know, fuck, play video games. Grow up. Uh, Speaking of video games, a few of you have reached out to tell me um and thank you all for the people that did think to yell at me uh you all may know i'm a huge messenger fan uh not msn messenger fuck remember msn messenger (laughs) uh you can hear the smile on my i never said this the first time i recorded this intro i fucking loved msn messenger that was the shit 
Uh, the Messenger, the indie video game, the uh, action platformy Ninja Gaiden style, 8-bit to 16-bit fucking phenomenal game that's available on everything. If you haven't played it, I swear you got, I think it's available on everything. If you haven't played it, you got to play it. Play it, play it, play it, play it. Especially if you like retro games, it's probably on sale right now. It's uh, it's a Ninja Gaiden type game, Ninja Gaiden, however you say it, type game that shifts from 8-bit in the past to 16-bit in the future and you control a ninja that travels from the past to the future. Uh, it is fucking awesome. So play it. It is awesome. It is so fuck. I love that game. Uh, the developing company is called Sabotage Studio, and they are making another one. And it is a, it's a prequel set in the same world of The Messenger, but instead of it being an action-y platformer, it is, <clears throat> and I'm reading this right off of their Kickstarter, it is a retro-inspired turn-based RPG that looks very Chrono Trigger-ish, uh, and it looks sick. And apparently it's set in the same world, and it's an unofficial prequel to The Messenger. It is on Kickstarter right now, and I'm a little surprised... That they're going public funding and going Kickstarter for it because, like, after the Messenger sold as well as it did, you would think that maybe they have the cash or maybe there's a company out there willing to pony up the dough to back them because now they've got the track record and the pedigree of creating the Messenger. But, uh, and this game is going to sell like fucking wildfire. Uh, but for whatever reason, they're on Kickstarter and you can go on there right now. If you go to Kickstarter, the game is called Sea of Stars. Search for it or you can search for Sabotage Studios or search for the Messenger. Uh, it'll pop up. Uh, the Kickstarter is running for like another week, and uh, their goal was 133,000 Canadian. And as of my notes this morning, they were at about 640,000 Canadian. So that's like four times the uh, amount that they needed. So obviously, the game is going to happen. Uh, I know some of you have talked about kickstarting it, which is rad. I don't think I'm going to uh, for for two or three reasons. The first reason is I just I'm not a big fan of pre-ordering games. I've said that on here before, particularly when you buy digital like I do. There's no worry of them running out. You know what I mean? Like I can wait for like Final Fantasy VII Remake. I've waited for reviews. Now that I've seen the reviews are rad, I'll plunk down my $80 and download the game. Uh, same thing with this. And I'm quite confident this game is going to be good and they're going to deliver and I'm going to like it, but I'll, I'll wait, you know, I'll wait. And the second reason I'll wait is because like I money's tight right now. It's like 30, 35 bucks. And like the whole entire globe is in a recession basically, or we're about to be, uh, and I'm not trying to make this whole podcast negative, sad stuff about what's going on in the world. But the simple fact of the matter is I'm sure a majority of us are kind of watching our pennies right now. And I would rather spend that $35. If I'm not going to spend it on food, I would rather spend it on a game that I could play right now over a game that I could play in God knows when this thing comes out. But it looks rad. Go check it out, especially if you like The Messenger or you like vintage RPGs. Highly recommend it. It's on Kickstarter. Search for Sea of Stars. You'll find it. It looks fucking dope. Pretty excited about that. Uh, speaking of cash... And uh, not having a lot of cash, Nintendo Switches are getting scalped all over the place. All over. I don't, well, okay, I shouldn't say all over the place. I know they're getting scalped in North America. I don't know if this is a problem in uh, for you folk down under in Australia or all you people over in the UK or wherever the fuck it is you're listening to this. But if you live here in North America and you want a Nintendo Switch, chances are you cannot find one. They are sold out everywhere. And I looked on Kijiji this morning and there's people selling them on there brand new in the box for like 500 bucks which is fucking stupid, 600 bucks, kiss my ass, listen, like, I know some of you want Nintendo Switches because you're stuck at home and you're bored, maybe you've got kids, I totally could believe it, especially if you have kids running around the house driving you crazy and you want to give them something to do, do not cave in to these sons of bitches selling these things marked up online, okay, Nintendo is not stupid, they're fully aware of the demand, they are going to produce more of these things, they are going to show up in the wild and you're going to be able to get one at regular price if you just monitor online, don't go to the fucking store looking for one just watch online on best buy and walmart and all those things you'll find one okay don't cave in 
just let your kid play on their iPad or fucking whatever it is that they do. Uh, and I do say, listen, like obviously it sucks that people are scalping them and stuff like that. But like you guys all know I'm a Nintendo fanboy through and through. And it's so awesome that the Switch is over three years old and they still can't keep it on the shelf. And I understand that maybe there's a certain situation going on right now that's making them more in demand. But the fact of the matter is that the Switch is selling like fucking hot. It's on fire, like wildfire. I've had a lot of coffee. It's selling like completely fucking off the charts. It's insane. Like it's it's outselling the Wii after three years. And the Wii is the, if I'm not mistaken, I believe I am. The Wii is the, and I, if I'm not mistaken and I believe I am, if I'm not mistaken and I don't believe I am, the Wii is the only home console to ever outsell one of the four PlayStations. And I believe it outsold the PlayStation 3. I think if you look at the five best-selling systems, uh, home consoles of all time, it's the PS2, the PS4, the PlayStation, the Wii, and the PS3. I mean, not in that order. But anyway, and if this thing is on pace to outsell it. So if Nintendo, if this could become the best-selling Nintendo console of all time, then especially bouncing back from the train wreck that was the Wii U, that is fucking awesome for Nintendo. Uh, so anyway, that was me yelling at how much I love the Switch. But if you want one, just wait. You'll find one, okay? I promise. And that's easy for me to say. I'm not sitting in a house full of children that are looking for something to do, and you could give them a Switch and send them off to the room and fucking ignore them. And quite frankly, I just live with my girlfriend. Friend. And if I didn't have a Nintendo Switch and we were locked in this house together, she would be trying to find one right now to get me off her back and get me to shut up. So I understand the 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 I understand the, the thought of caving and paying these cocksuckers that are selling these things on the second market. Do not fucking do it. Screw them. Let them sit at home with their fucking Nintendo Switches and think about what they've done and you'll get one later. I promise. Uh, and then finally, before I get into what I've been playing and we talk Mega Man X3, thank you to all of you that have been watching the uh, Adam Sucks at Video Games Let's Plays over on YouTube. I've had a few messages from you guys saying how much you enjoy them, which is really cool. Uh, I do intend on shooting a couple more. I'm thinking about doing a Mega Man game and I'm thinking about doing Crash Bandicoot. Uh, again, YouTube.com slash Remember the Game. You can find my Let's Plays there. Uh, you know what I found out from recording these Let's Plays? Um, I don't really enjoy doing Let's Plays. It, I don't really enjoy the process. And quite frankly, I you know a few people have asked me about tre- streaming and on Twitch and stuff like that. And I'm not shitting on anyone that does that because I think it's cool. And if, you, if that's how you enjoy your video games, fucking do you. I just don't really enjoy it. You know, I don't like, especially being a comedian where I have to go on stage and talk and be on. You know what I mean? It's like, I just want to play my video games and not talk. And frankly, when I'm playing those old games, more often than not, I put on a podcast or my music on my phone and just kind of space out and play them. So I probably am going to record a couple more Let's Plays, but don't expect one every day or anything like that. Uh, If you like watching me swear, or you like hearing me swear, and you want to see me die a lot of video games, check them out, though. Adam sucks at video games. Uh, You can search for that, or just search, again, youtube.com slash rememberthegame. Do not watch them with your kids. Unless you don't care if your kids hear profanity, do not watch them with your kids. Because you think I swear a lot on this show. Watch those. Uh, so I probably will record a couple more uh, and play some more games. What have I been playing over the last week? That was a lot smoother segue the first time I recorded this fucking intro. Uh, I will tell you, I finished Spiral the Dragon on my PlayStation, my hacked PlayStation Classic. I finished the original version of Spiral the Dragon for the first time because I won the Patreon poll in March. You guys will be getting an episode about it here on the show in the next month. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything because I'm going to talk about it on the show, but I would say there's some good and some bad good outweighs the bad but there's certainly some fucking bad and you're gonna get a rant when we record that episode but for the most part really enjoyed it i want to play the other two i'd like to try the reignited trilogy eventually as well i was playing hellblade uh senua's sacrifice on game pass uh and i tapped out about halfway through uh if you've never played it look it up 
it's certainly fascinating what they were trying to do. The audio it has to be played with headphones on. The audio and the voices, they're basically you play a girl who's having a crazy situation and there's voices in her head talking to you. Uh, the audio is phenomenal. It's gorgeous looking. I just uh, The story didn't grip me enough to play through the frankly boring gameplay. It's very walking simulator based. Uh, the puzzles are not very uh, creative. <sighs> I wanted to like it so bad. And I just, I'm like, dude, at this point, I have so many games sitting here that I want to play that if something's not fun, I'm not going to play it. And that's just where I hit with Hellblade. But check it out. I wouldn't suggest buying it. It's on Game Pass. So if you've got Game Pass, try it there. Otherwise, I would look it up before you shell out the money to pay for it or to play it. But a really cool concept. I'm interested to see how the sequel goes. Uh, I've been playing a ton of Mario Odyssey on my Switch, finishing my replay of that. I finished the main story uh, a couple of days ago. I beat Bowser, and now I'm just going around the planets, collecting all the moons again. I 100%ed that game before. I plan on 100%ing it again. I think I'm at about 400 moons right now. Uh, God damn, that game is good, man. So fucking good. And the fact that it's on my Switch and I can play it while I'm watching TV with my girlfriend or something is just that. Oh, I fucking love Mario Odyssey. Just comfort food to the max. And speaking of my Switch and awesome games that I like to be able to play while I'm watching TV, I cannot, cannot, cannot stop playing Slay the Spire. I know I talked about it last week. I'm going to talk about it again. If you are at all interested in a roguelike, dungeon-crawling, card combat, single-player experience, I cannot recommend it enough. Every run is different. There's a few different characters that all get different cards and play different with different mechanics and you get different items that man you know that 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 affect how you play and oh it's so fucking good i can't stop playing it it's just one more game one more game one more game slay the spire highly recommended particularly on the switch because it's portable but it's on game pass so if you have an xbox or a pc and game pass and you want to give it a shot Highly recommended. Slay the Spire is the shit. And that is what I've been playing. That's good enough. Let's get into episode 91. Sorry the intro was so long. I wanted to get a lot off my chest. We are talking Mega Man X3 for the Super Nintendo. Like I said off the top, I'm a Mega Man junkie. Um, I've played through all 11 of the original core Mega Man games, including the most recent one. And I really like 9.5 of those 11. Uh, number 1 is a .5. It's okay. It's just a little rough around the edges. And I don't care what anybody says. Mega Man 8 sucks. But 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, and 11 are all fucking awesome. Mega Man X, the original, is my favorite Mega Man game of all time. I never played 2 or 3 when I was a kid. And then I got them on a couple of collections, like on the GameCube, and just didn't really care for the lag and stuff and never played them that way. And I certainly never collected the game carts because those cartridges are worth hundreds of dollars now. Uh, but I finally downloaded Mega Man X Collection on my Switch and decided to play through X3 for this podcast. Uh, and I didn't really like it. I kind of liked it. Like if Mega Man X is ice cream, Mega Man X3 is like freezer burnt ice cream. It's just, it's not as good. Uh, my guest Bradley McHugh is returning to the show this week from the Movie Epidemic podcast. Check him out if you have time on your hands, which I know you fucking do right now. Uh, and listen to us explain the good and the bad of Mega Man X3, which we're about to do. I'm going to cue some kick-ass music because it's still a Mega Man game. The music is always awesome. And we're going to talk about Mega Man X3, which originally released on the Super Nintendo here in North America on December 1st, 1995. If this intro didn't work this time, I'm not re-recording it. You're not getting a fucking episode this week. Hopefully it worked. Kick back, relax, wash your hands, wash your controllers, and listen to Bradley and I talk Mega Man X3. Here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone. Like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but 
Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So, hey, man, whenever I'm on the road, I'm always nervous that I'm going to do something wrong and we're going to finish these recordings and then I'm going to get home and find out it didn't work. But it says it's recording. I can hear me. Can I hear you? Say hi. Check, check, check. I can hear you. Can hear me. So if it doesn't work now, it's just the video game gods don't want us talking about Mega Man X3. <laughs> which um, is right. Correct. Which is right, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys, I'm down. I'm in Calgary. This is Remember the Game on the Road. And I am back at Bradley McHugh's beautiful home. He has been so kind to invite me in at 9 o'clock in the morning. I don't know what the fuck is with you fucking guests. <laughs> Being like, hey, let's record before 10 a.m. But I, uh, this is the norm now. Bradley, how are you? I'm doing very well. I've been up for several hours. I, I can't sleep in. I'm not that kind of guy. Just can't sleep in. I can't either, but yeah. I don't like, it doesn't mean that I'm all like, I get up at seven and I'm like, la la la. Like, yeah, let's I, go talk I, to society. I, I, like, I wake up I wake up at seven and I'm like, I could go back to sleep, but I got video games to play. That's what so, I, yeah. yeah. I was literally playing Halo 2 an hour ago. Really? In my hotel room, just laying in bed. I was like, I don't want to get up. Fuck. Game. Oh, it's so, oh, I can't. I love it. Uh, I don't love this game as much. Yeah, the one that we're talking about today. Now, having said that, listen. Like, I do like it, to be fair. I do I like do it. too. Uh, we're talking Mega Man X3. And for any of you that are listening, I, I, I know a ton of you probably played Mega Man X. I'm sure not all of you played Mega Man X3. I'm a Mega Man fanatic, and I never played X3 as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, it's gonna hurt my heart to rip this game apart because Mega Man's my guy. Yeah, so easy boy. I, I, we got to be gentle because he's he's Mega like he's on my computer. Mega Man X is on my computer right now. Mega Man's my main in Smash. I love him. I love X. Would you? Yeah. Okay, just before we get into shitting on X three. Okay. You, well, well, we're not gonna shit on it completely. No, we'll just <laughs> we'll poop on it a little bit. What's your favorite Mega Man game? 
I'm just uh, curious. Well, like I, I don't, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a basic bitch, but like Mega Man Two is so mm-hmm. good. Like mm-hmm. it just truly is so good. However, I do have a lot of love for Mega Man X One. Yeah. Um, which I also really love. Yeah. Uh, and I also really like actually Mega Man Three as well. I thought they got a little bit too buck wild later in the series. Like, uh, like Mega Man Seven is like is the one that I always think about when I'm like, man, that is way too crazy. Okay. Um. Whereas, uh, wait. wait was it Mega so, Man Seven or Eight? Well, one was one was fine. It just was obviously them, you know, laying out the blueprint. Two mm-hmm. was the gold standard. Three is also the gold standard. Yeah. Four, so. If I'm not mistaken, four is either when they introduced. I believe four is when they introduced the Mega Buster. They might have introduced it in three. One of them they introduced the Mega Buster, and then shortly after they interviewed introduced the slide, and that's when the game they yeah, didn't the, break, but they started to get really easy. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree. Like four and five, I never found super challenging. Uh, and to to be fair, I don't think two is that hard. No, it's either. not. At all. No, no, it's not. One is the hard one. Yeah, one um, is one is crazy. I can't. I've never beat one. One's vicious. I'll never. I'll never beat one. Probably. And then, uh, sorry about the Mega Man retrospective, guys. It has been like eighty episodes since I talked Mega Man on here. And if it was <laughs> up to me, maybe this would. Well, I guess it is up to me. This would just be remember the Mega Man. Like I would do a Mega Man episode every week. Remember I, the Mega Man. I love podcast. Mega Man. Uh, seven was the Super Nintendo one where yeah, they got was- really big and really bright. It gets a lot of shit from people. I don't hate it. I just yeah. thought it was everything got too big. Like Mega Man took up too much of the screen when they tried to. And then eight was on the PS One. Eight's the one I despise. Yeah, and I and I've played. I had that one at one point, and I got rid of it because I don't even like it. It sucks. Like it's a fucking. It's terrible. And then um, then, and then nine, I actually love. I love nine and yeah. ten. No, nine like, nine is great. Nine, I think, falls into the Mega Man Two category it where it's it's a little bit too easy. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, ten, I think, is because like two is easy and three is hard. Yeah. Um, and then nine is easy and ten is hard. I think. I, yeah, like from the original series, and then I actually I, some people shit on Mega Man Eleven. I thought Mega Man Eleven was fat. Like I never, never played it. Have buddy, not played it. Oh, yet. I like I hundred percented it. I, I see love the it. Xbox One copy for like fourteen dollars every now and again, and I think about buying it, and then I don't. It's fucking hard, but I loved it. But if you take eleven out of the equation and you go with the original ten, I think it's uh, two, three, nine, and ten are my favorites out of that I, series. I, I actually agree. Yeah, I, I think I, most. Most logical Mega Man fans yeah. are going to have those four as their top four in some order. But the the thing about Mega Man, don't yell so, at me, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> the please. thing about Mega Man that's so crazy is that they had like so many different series going all at once. And to be honest, the Mega Man and the Mega Man X series are the only ones I played. But me then too. there was like the Zero series, yeah. and then there was like uh, the like a, a turn based RPG one. There was like um, yeah, the card was, games yeah, or something. Uh, Battle Network. I think yeah, it was that's called. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and, and maybe that was more tactical. I don't really remember. Yeah, I've, seen, I've only seen like screenshots of it, and I'm like, "How the fuck does that exist?" Yeah, same here. I just plus I I feel like the Battle Network Mega Man looks like such a bitch. Like he just looks like such a weenie Mega Man. And I'm yeah, I'm like, I don't want to be with, I don't want to use you. Like yeah. And then so then you get to Mega Man X, and I agree. Like Mega Man X, the original is not only my favorite Mega Man X game; it's my favorite Mega Man game. It's yeah. I'd say I'd say I like two a little bit more, but X is certainly up oh, there for I me. Fucking love, and I think that X. When he's in all of his white armor, yeah, looks like such a badass. Well, I fucking yeah. love it. Like, and the thing about Mega Man X is that, um, uh, much like Mega Man Two, it, it's quite achievable to beat it. You absolutely. Know? Like it, I, I don't understand how people talk. Like, listen, okay, I and I want to. I'm not gonna completely rant about this. I fucking hate it when I'm stuck in a game and then I go online and look up like 
you know, hey, how do I beat this or something? Yeah. And and in the comments, it's all people being like, this is easy. Get good. This is easy. Guess what? Not everything is easy for everybody. Don't yeah. fucking tell me it's easy. It's not fucking easy or I wouldn't be here. And I'm looking sure, for your goddamn advice. I'm sure there's going to be Mega Man fanatics who listen to the show and be like, oh, man, these guys fucking suck. Absolutely there is. <laughs> yeah. like, now, having said that, I don't understand how people find Mega Man X that hard. Yeah. Like the, I do. The first one, yeah. I find X2 challenging yeah. and three I've, is vicious weird Wh thing is i've actually never played Mega Man x2 i've played one and three only mm -hmm. but i've never played two that being said um specifically for this podcast i bought the Mega Man x legacy collection Me too yeah yeah uh, on, i've been looking for an excuse to buy it yeah on so. xbox one uh, i was on sale for like 15 bucks when <laughs> yeah. when we were talking about like hey what do we want to do on the podcast and we we're like Mega Man x3 and i'm yeah. like oh sweet let's see if i can find a deal and it was on sale on xbox so i bought it fuck yeah and I've been um, playing it. Uh, so yeah, so I don't find one that bad. Two's not that bad, but three. Oh. Let's let's get into Mega Man X three. Let's Here's talk, let's talk about it. Let's this is it. this is a very expensive cart. Like if you wanted to go out and buy the cartridge yeah, for the Super Nintendo now, I think it's, it's like three hundred dollars. Yeah, because it's rare. And so if you're like if you're one of the people listening to this that never played it growing up, you're not alone. I never did. I mean, Bradley did, and I don't know how he's ended up not as a serial killer. I had it. Uh, um, I had the uh, Mega Man X collection. I think it was just called Mega Man X collection, yeah. and it was on GameCube. Yep. And the weird thing is, this this actually is something <laughs> I was thinking about last week. This really pissed me off. Is that how come on GameCube we could have a Mega Man X collection that has one through six? But then on the Xbox One, which can handle more, they're like, yeah, we can only fit four of these things in here. Well, I know that the Switch version, because I bought it on Switch. Has has all of them. Uh, right? Well, no, it's only got one to four, and then the Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2 has five through eight. Man, what a cash grab. Fuck That's them. all it just is. Put, is them. Just, just put it all and on one thing. I, now, I've never played Mega Man X 5 through 8, but Maybe every yeah. review I've read has said, do not spend your money on this don't, package. Yeah, don't They're even. garbage. Don't even try it. Yeah. Uh, and that really just, like, okay, and we, I swear to God, we are going to talk X3. It really drives me crazy. How do you fuck up Mega Man or Mega Man X it should just be give us eight new bosses that look cool give us some rad weapons and some good music and some and really cool upgrades that's all we need like the formula it literally is the it, I'm telling you I'm telling you Bradley if they released a Mega Man every year and they just did it like FIFA where it was like Mega Man 21, Mega Man 22, Mega Man 23, and all it was was a reskin with eight new bosses and some new weapons and some upgrades. I would buy it every year. I would never complain. It's not hard to break because the secret sauce is laid out and the formula is perfect, <laughs> and yet you somehow found a way to break Mega Man X. And maybe X3 is the beginning of the breaking of X that turned into 5 through 8 because yeah. X3 is broken. It plays... Okay, let's get into it. It Mega Man X3 plays like it was made in a Mega Man maker by fucking just suit like fans that have no polish and no real ability. It's just there's no balance to it. It's the levels are boring. I actually I actually do agree with that. Um no, I do have I do have some nice things to say about Mega I, Man X3. I, I do but too. Let's, let's talk about the shit. Um okay, so big thing about this game is that the levels are so fucking easy. Yeah. Like the levels are so easy. Okay, well, See, I did well. Okay, they, they well, they kind of are. Like one of my big problems with this game is, and like Mega Man from Mega Man One or Two has always relied on insta deaths, like with the spikes and the pits, and yeah. sometimes those fucking spikes can really chap my ass because it's a trial and error. The only way you know they're there is to fall and land on them. 
But I feel like there were points in this game where they really relied on that mechanic. You know what I mean? Like I'd fall through. I can't remember one of the. I think it was Blast Hornet stage. But you like you're riding yeah, a you conveyor belt. You fell through, and if you don't happen to be hugging the left or right of the screen, you just fall into a pit in like two seconds. And you yeah, die. yeah. I was actually playing that that level right before you got here, and, and I know exactly. That's what not you're good level about. design. When you rely on that over and over again, or the ice level, there's fucking points where you slide and you don't even realize how quick you're sliding, oh, and then yeah, you're yeah, right yeah. onto spikes. Yeah, uh, that pissed me off. That really chapped like. Once I can live with, but when it's over and over and over again, suck my ass. That's just fucking <laughs> terrible design. Well, so I have a problem with that. The problem starters. with this game is that because the levels are so easy, um, aside from like the the instant spikes, I don't. Spikes, yeah, okay. Um, you end up memorizing them. And, you like, do. You know where every every enemy is going to be. Also, oh, hold up. Let's talk about this for a second. The respawning enemies in this game is fucking ridiculous. It is, like, it's me- so insane. Mega Man has always had respawning enemies, but this one, it doesn't even feel like they need to be off the screen. Not, it not just even. feels like you have to look the other way. They need to be like on the <clears throat> on the border of the yeah. screen. And dude, and the fucking enemies, like, they take so much health. Yeah. When did this happen? <laughs> I've played a lot of Mega Man. It's not like there are bad guys in this game and not not bosses, but just regular bad guys that take a third of your health when they hit you. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Well, the whole point is that I think the game kind of wants you to not like work at one level at a time, but try this level, then try this level, try this level because they have so many different like uh, health upgrades. Ugh. And oh, by the way, the leg upgrade that uh, when I first started playing this game, I'm like, before I do fucking anything, I have to get that leg upgrade where you can where you can dash in, oh, in the air yeah. without it. Without it, the game's fucking impossible. Okay, yeah, but there. Okay, so there's another problem then is that yeah, like in classic Mega Man fashion, particularly Mega Man X, there's like the four Doctor Light chambers around, and you can find them, and you can get your power ups, and yeah. it's like better black. Faster, you can get armor, you can get the dash thing, and then you can get like an upgrade for your helmet, which actually I'll get it because I actually loved that. I'll get yeah. into that. I, I, I do like this mechanic in theory. Me too. For sure. But you're right. The game itself is so reliant on that dash equip like thing. And yeah. they and they don't tell you like I'm I'm huge on trying not to look up Mega Man orders. I don't want to know the boss order. I don't mm-hmm. want to know the walk. Because like not only can you find a boss order, but you can find like a start at this level because you'll get this upgrade, which helps you here and then go here and here. And I'm big on trying to avoid that. I'm like, yeah. I like to go in blind and figure it out myself. I hit a point finally after about two hours of not being able to beat anyone where I was like, okay, I got to look up. Where the fuck do I start? And then everyone was like, go get this fucking leg upgrade. And then you go get the leg upgrade where not only can you like, because you could already dash on the ground. It gave you the ability to dash in the air and dash straight up. Yeah. That is a game changer. And it was like uh, you designed your game around this mechanic. How the fuck do you just hide this mechanic in one of the levels? And not only is it just in one of the levels, but it's hidden in one of the levels. Yeah, it's, it's in a, and it's in an area that you would never in a million years think to look. No, it's fucking like Mega Man X, you have to get the dash slide uh, from Chill Penguin stage. Yeah. But that chamber is literally in the middle of the level. You walk up to it. Like yeah. You can't miss it. And that's smart. They're like, hey, you really, you're going to need this mechanic to play through the game. Here it is. Why the fuck? <laughs> I'm telling you, this game, like, it feels like this game's not done. It no. feels like they got all the basic sprites in. They got all the bosses figured out. They got all this shit figured out. And then they're like, hey, we should go back through, balance out the difficulty, maybe put the, some of the chambers where they have to be and stuff like that. And, and someone then, was like, no, 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 we got to go to print. Yeah, someone was like, uh, the Super Nintendo's dead. 
We need to get going. Because I think that's part of the reason this was game this, is... Was this 95, 96? Yeah, it was end of 95. Yeah. So it was very close to being dead. Yeah. Uh, and I and I, it legitimately feels like it was rushed out before the Super Nintendo was dead. That's how it feels to me. Because you're right. How in the fuck is that dash mechanic hidden? That made me so angry. And when I found it... Because you have to have it. You need it. Oh, when you find... Like, so many of the boss fights become tolerable. When you can when you can wall climb, which I've always loved that Mega Manics can wall climb. Yeah. Always love that. That's when it. you can wall climb, jump off the wall, and then dash left or right to go over the boss you're fighting it makes the whole game playable you're yeah. like oh how the fuck wasn't he just equipped with this when the game started it's, it's still tough but it's manageable god at point. damn like, it i and like i know you had said that you tried not to like look up uh level orders and boss orders and things like that now i uh, he, uh admittedly so when i played this game as a kid this is this is my story when i played this on the Mega Man leg or uh x collection on yep. gamecube yeah um I got all of the guys down. I got every single boss down, and then I only had the last level, and that was too hard, and I probably gave up. I don't know. I was a kid, right? And so me, as an adult, I was like, oh, I had a baby brain then. Now I have an adult brain, so I'm going to be better at this game now. No way. I'm way worse now. But you know what, dude? I think a lot of these games, it's the baby. It's not so much baby brain. It's like, well, this is the game I own. So yeah. this is the game I'm going to play over and over and over and over and over until I figure it out. Whereas now as an adult, like you have an Xbox sitting right there full of games. Yeah. So you're like, no, you do not get that much patience yeah, from I, me I, anymore. I have Game Pass. So if like if a game, if I'm playing a game and uh, 30 minutes goes by and I'm not digging it, so long you oh, know? fuck me on man. to the next thing you know? i died so many times and then i finally beat that stupid crab which isn't even where you're supposed to start and then uh i still i tell fuck bradley so <laughs> at this point i hadn't looked up a guide i didn't have the dash boots i had no chambers i beat that stupid crab and so i was like all right well one of these seven guys i'm gonna be able to own them with the crab's weapon one of them i played through all seven levels last guy was finally the one that was weak against the crab and then i still couldn't beat him yeah so that's that's one thing i wanted to talk about because when i was playing this game in the in the past couple of weeks i'll be i'll be honest here i I couldn't get very far i really couldn't as an adult i beat two of the bosses out of the eight um but i did i looked up like who is weak to what because i wanted to get through the game so i could talk about it on this podcast and so i looked up and i found that neon tiger was weak to the crab thing because the yeah. crab one was the first one I beat too. Yeah. I looked up the boss order and the internet was fucking useless to me. Like they right, all, they all go yeah. to some other weird order. And I was they like, go in like this crazy order that like is no way that's achievable. I don't like, get this it. Is the easiest way. Yeah. Um. So yes, the crab one was the first one because you told me you're like try the crab one first. Yeah. I promise you the internet's lying. This is the best way to start. So I tried the crab one first. I was able to beat the crab one. Then I looked up what was weak to the crab, and it was Neon Tiger. Yeah. And so I went to the Neon Tiger stage, which, by the way, might be the hardest stage in this game. Yeah, it's I give like you that. Neon, Neon Tiger's actual stage. Yeah. Um, but then I got to the boss, and I was like, oh, here we go. Because I remember like in like Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3, like as soon as you do have that weakness, it's like one hit takes like a quarter yeah. of their damage. And yeah. you're like, fuck Dude, yeah. even the early X games, what I always... And, like, and admittedly, eventually I started to get a hang of it in this game. In the yeah. early X games, I loved how... When you had a guy's weakness and you hit him with it, not only did it do a bunch of damage, but he like reacted different. Yeah. Like like uh, like oh man, I'm embarrassed that I can't. Um, uh, the armored armadillo, I think is what his name was or something. In X. In X. Yeah. yeah. If you hit him with like the electrical thing, he like does this big animation where he turns into like a skeleton and gets shocked, and then his armor falls off. Yeah. And then now you're like, oh, I got his weakness. Yeah. And perfect. this one, it, I didn't feel like anyone reacted to their weakness. The only thing is they wouldn't do their attack. 
And so like, and that's what I started to figure out more and more of the guys, once you've got their weakness, hit them quick. Then instead of attacking, they're just going to jump or do something. And yeah. then as soon as they land, hit them again, then hit them again, then hit them. It got to the point where I could kill guys without taking damage because I realized like they're not even doing anything. Just hit them once, they'll jump, hit them once and they'll jump. And that's part of my problem with this game too. So I think some of the bosses look rad. Yeah, yeah. But the boss fights are shit. Like they're either, they either rely on shitty, cheap ass. Let's just touch you to hurt you mechanics. Oh yeah. Um, that that is my biggest problem with this game. I think is that like because the bosses. I, I agree. They don't. They don't really use their attacks that much. Like I was just fighting Blast Hornet before you came in, and he just kept flying into me. And every time he flew into me, which by the way, he's too fast to relax. <laughs> Took like a third of my health. I know. And like, dude, yeah, I've always hated that. Not just about Mega Man, but about like, I mean, I understand that. I mean, if you, if you, if you snapped your fingers and no bad guy damaged you as a good guy, if he just touched you, you would break video games. Like, I understand they have to do that. Yeah, yeah. But this game, I feel, is too reliant. They just made these huge bosses that take up half the screen and all they do is touch you. They don't do any cool attacks, fucking nothing, which I thought was such bullshit. And once you start to realize that all you've got to do is fucking hit them once with their weakness, they're going to move, hit them once with their, figure out how to dodge them and hit them again and hit them. I was like, now it's now it's equally as frustrating the other way because it went from I can't beat this to like, this is boring. Like it, yeah. it just feels like a half-assed Mega Man game. <laughs> Fucking really chaps my ass. And then, like you said, you're so goddamn relying on those dash boots, yep. which is fucking ridiculous. Especially they, like the the uh, Blizzard Buffalo. Is that what his name is? Yeah, but Blizzard Buffalo. Man, those dash boots might as well make that boss do nothing. Like, yeah. it, it makes it so easy to beat him once you have those dash boots. But again. When the fuck would you ever find those <sighs> organically? It's so fucking you know? stupid. And then if we're talking about stupid things that X3 does, after you beat two bosses, then they show a scene where they introduce bit, bit and bite. So oh these two my like fucking henchmen. god yeah this is the shit i hate and and, and vile i think and vile thing. shows yeah. up too which i actually i i have such a soft spot for vile from yeah. the original mega man x that it's like all right um <laughs> so i ran into vile uh because i found his like he had like a secret teleport booth that like takes you to him and i found it and i went and fought him I actually beat him pretty quick i was like all right that's that's fair yeah but bit and bite in every level you fucking hit a point and i and i hate this for so many reasons at every level you hit a point where there's like a you go into like a room where it would be like a mid boss yeah but then like most of the time there's no mid boss it's just an empty room yeah and then after you to beat two bosses sometimes one of bitter bite i can't remember the the smaller one uh shows up but only at random sometimes and he and he'll own you and he will fucking destroy you but if you have his weakness then you, he's, I, admittedly, him I was able to beat with his weakness and a couple energy tanks. Is, is his weakness um, the, the, the ice? Yes. Ice, yeah. Which is r ridiculous because that weapon is so shit. Yeah. It's so hard to use because you shoot it and then this ice spike, am, am I going to wake your neighbors up? for a second? I'm not going to wake your neighbors up fucking screaming, am I? Uh, you might. It's fine. Okay. My landlord lives next door. I might get evicted. Who cares? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. Uh, uh, if you, if you fucking shoot these ice spikes they sit in the air for like 10 seconds before they move <laughs> yeah. so unless bit flies into it it misses them and oh and then you're wasting your weapon energy yeah <laughs> and then next thing you know all you have left is the x-buster which thank christ actually the x-buster in this game is pretty good it I, is good i yeah. find that like even like when i was fighting neon tiger like I was at a point where I was using his weakness a whole bunch and then i was like fuck this i'm just using the buster yeah it's better yeah like it just is better so I read about Bit and Bite because I could not beat these fucking guys. I looked up Bit's weakness. And then I read, and this is ridiculous to me. I don't know how the fuck anyone would have figured this out prior to the internet. 
if you don't kill Bite with his weak weapon, which is the ice thing, I think. Yeah. Uh, you have to fight him again later in Doppler's castle, and he's even stronger. Oh my god! But if you kill him with his secret wet or his weakness, then he blows up, and then you don't have to fight him again later. And I was like, how the fuck would anyone figure that out? Capcom, I've got a question for you, and it's what the fuck? So, so you fight Bit after you kill two bosses, but only random. Sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. And if you didn't happen to kill the guy that has his weakness before you fight him, now you can't kill him with his weakness. Now you're gonna have to fight him again later. It's like you're getting punished for going in the wrong order, but you don't know what the right fucking order is. Yeah. And then after you beat six bosses or four bosses i can't remember now the other one shows up at random times and it and he is the cheapest fat piece of shit he grabs you and he takes away like eight like in two hits he kills you oh. and i was getting so fucking angry so i finally looked up like a youtube tutorial on how to beat him and then i was like oh this is actually and then i beat him without even getting touched well here's but, here's the thing here's the thing that that really chaps my ass especially about this bit and bite thing all right since we're talking about bit and bite is that Stupid names, it's, by the way. Yeah, it's completely it's completely random. I think there's two bo- or two levels that organically have the mid bosses, and that's like the giant centipede boss, yeah. and then the fucking the lazy ass star polygon yeah, boss. Yeah, it's fucking such a blast hornet stage, which again feels like something that they were like halfway. It's like literally just like the outside like Star Fox style polygon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was like again, it felt like they just were like, oh yeah, we'll come back to that. And yeah, they never like, did. Shit, shit, we ran out of time. Just uh, we don't need to. Uh, yeah. We don't need to do this shit anymore. But, sorry, so you're saying there's only two mid-level bosses? Yeah, there's two mid-level bosses. There's that, and then there, there's the um, the big uh, centipede dragon yeah. thing. Yeah. And I actually didn't have that hard of a time with the centipede dragon. No, I, I, I didn't think he was that hard. No, me neither. Uh, or the polygon one, but because that one's so random, like you're going to take a couple of hits no matter what. Yeah, but if you just spam the buster, you will kill yeah. him before he kills you'll you. Be able, you'll be able yeah. to kill him before he kills you. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And usually he drops health. Sometimes he drops something else, but usually he drops health. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, um, when you get the, the bit and bite, because it's random, sometimes you'll be going through a stage and you'll just go through it regular. You'll get to the boss and then you'll be like, all right, here we go. Uh, and you'll start to fight the boss and you'll almost get him killed. And then you game over and you're like, fuck, but I was so close to beating that boss. Let's just go back into that level again. And then you go back into the level and then fucking bit shows just up. Shows up. And, and it's so like, ridiculous. And you're like, this fucking guy wasn't here last time. So you just put two random, incredibly difficult bosses into the midpoint of levels at no particular intervals is fucking stupid. Well, and and um, I'll be honest. Um, when I was a kid, I beat these bosses, but this time around, I, di- I didn't. Yeah. I was actually fighting bit like right before you came. Oh, I was so having just fucking, fucking such a hard time with it. But... If you kill Bit and then you continue to play the level and then game over, does that unkill Bit or do you have to fight him again? I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, I don't know because when I did kill them, I finished the levels. Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, dude, and like, and I hate relying on them, but I just had no choice. Uh, once I got my hands on about three E-Tanks. Uh, I would go back to I want to say Blast Hornets level, wherever whichever level has those little guys on the conveyor belts. Yeah, that's Blast Hornet. Uh, they drop a lot of health, mm-hmm. so I would go back there and and just uh, fill up my E tanks. I know, and like, then um, I, and 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 I and I will say yeah. I actually prefer the X series rechargeable E tanks to the original Mega Man. Yeah, like the like the, the Metroid style sub tanks. Yeah, they have. I, I greatly prefer that. And it, and I feel cheap about doing it, but I was like, the only way I'm going to beat this is to fucking spam refilling my my E tanks. Yeah, and, and what what I do is I, I fill I fill those sub tanks, and then um, when I'm actually fighting the boss, I will wait until I have I will like 
spend the first two lives trying to figure out what yep. makes it tick yep. and get yep. used to the boss again. Then when I have zero again, it's like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Going in with the mega boss. This is, this is the big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same, exact same thing. Figure out his pattern, figure out his weakness. Last life, now it's time to use the E-tanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and then when you still die anyways, and now your E-tanks are empty. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly... I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And better help is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash remember the game. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's that is my problem with this game is that I almost never die outside the boss fights. Almost, yeah. almost never die outside the boss fights because it just feels like a game. And yeah, then you get to the and, boss fights. Yeah, and that's another problem I have with this game is it's not only are the levels not really that. Hard, other sides from those stupid cheap deaths, which you figure out where they are and then yeah. you can avoid them. The, the levels seem a little emptier They're boring. than they do in X. There, does it only feel there feels like there's like a dozen enemy robots that they just sprinkle through every level? Yeah, like, like not like a dozen per level, but a dozen for the game. Yeah, a dozen different ones. And they there's just like, sprinkle them. Yeah, there's like the one that throws the the ball and chain, which is my least favorite one, by Me the too. way. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, then there's the one that, that shoots the projectiles over you, um, like uh, in an arc. Yeah. And then there's the like the dragonfly one, which I also hate that one a lot because it's hard to hit. Yeah, but and if it flies off screen, it comes back with full health. Oh, fuck, fucking guy. It's just it just yeah. The levels feel like you run for a good 10, 15 seconds while running into a bad guy, and then when you do, it's the same couple of bad guys over and over and over again. Yeah. And again, like I can't stress it enough. And I'm reading right now. Uh, that just quickly, it does say that it was a little bit... Um, Rushed? Uh, it says here, yeah, the North American and European SNES version of Mega Man X3 are very rare due to their limited run and the fact that they were released during declining support of the console. So I guarantee you, they were like, yo, this, the Super Nintendo's dying. Yeah, we, we like, gotta get this out. Because I'm telling you, and you will never convince me otherwise, this feels like a game that's two-thirds done. That's was, what this feels was like. Was X4 on the PlayStation? I think it yeah, was. I believe so. Yeah, yeah it certainly wasn't the Super Nintendo. So yeah. it was something else. So there was only there was only the 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 trilogy, the trilogy, the Holy yeah. Trinity and on one and two. Thing. Like it's not even it's not even like they lap three. And when yeah. three is like we have the same engine on the same console, there's no reason for it to be that much of a step back. It wasn't done. I I would fucking you will never convince me that they had to rush it through and get it done. Yeah. Um. um what well, one thing that one thing that's uh like anybody who's thinking about playing these Mega Man, Man X games, uh, we're, I'm gonna give a tip that actually you gave to me. Um, if you're playing this game, remap your controls. Holy oh, shit, dude! Because that's, yeah, because the worst thing about this game is that um, why 
is your dash and X is your buster and A is jump. Yeah. You can't hit all three of those buttons at the same time. No, and it's a game that's so like and it's crazy because I, I I'm telling you, like if I'm I I haven't played X one or two in a while, but I'm positive that dash jump and shoot are those three buttons again but it never felt broken like it does in this one yeah like i had to go into this one once you read uh map your controls and put dash to a trigger hand uh at least that's what i did that's, I, I that's made, what i did too made it like it because it's so reliant on that dash that like once you can dash while you're charging your blaster and jump changes it's still broken yeah. but it does change the you game know, you know what i find annoying about the Mega Man x legacy collection though and i don't know if it's the same on switch as it is on xbox one is that uh, when you remap your controls, it doesn't save it. So every time I wanted to play this game, I had to go back into the menu and remap my controls again. You know what? I think you're right. Yeah. When I was playing it on my Switch, I only ever closed it once because I, I would just put it to sleep. Oh, right, right, playing. right, right. Yeah, but the one, sense. but I, there was one time I had to remap it, and I think I had switched over to play Witcher, and then came back and I had to re, re remap it. Yeah, but um, like because on the Xbox One, uh, I, and I play on my Xbox One a lot. I play different games. Yeah, um, I was I, I was actually jumping back and forth between this and Bioshock because that's a game oh, that I know really well. And Bioshock's love. the and best. So, so, so when you like, get mad at this, you go over to Bioshock. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, all right, let me <laughs> let me play something I know I'm good at, then jump back to Mega Man X. Ugh. Okay, so I have one more major qualm with this, and then we can at least get into some good stuff before yeah. we shut it down. Yeah, because because I do I do want to talk some. There good is some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay, actually, I have two more qualms. One is that apparently you can control zero, but uh, I mean maybe it's different if you have an yeah. instruction booklet. Otherwise, nobody fucking tells you. And like I was almost done the game because I got as far as the mm -hmm. second level of Doppler's Castle and then gave up. Uh, where I was like, holy fuck, I can switch to zero anytime I want. I didn't know that, but apparently, if he dies, he's dead forever. So I never used that, them. I don't know if you used them. I never that used them. That I didn't them. know. I did know you could use them. I switched to them a couple of times because my thought process was, oh, okay, he has the same type of moves as Mega Man X. Um, but um, the problem with using Zero is that any upgrades you get as Mega Man X do not apply to Zero. So then he's going to quickly become useless. Useless. Yeah. And so my big, my big problem is that I get so used to using Mega Man X that when I switch over to zero and then I jump and I try to dash in the air, I just end up killing myself oh. because I'm like, oh fuck, he doesn't have this same uh, this same power up. You know what? And like, listen, like maybe this is gonna catch heat from people, but I don't like zero sucks. Yeah, I'm gonna die on this hill. Like Proto Man owns zero. I agree. I love Proto Man. Can, I, I want a game where you just play as Proto Man. Can you um, can you play as as zero in the first and second one? I don't I, I don't remember about the first one. Mm, I don't think you can in the first one. I don't remember about the second one. It's been a yeah. long time. But yeah. anyway, like I said, I've never Fuck I've zero. never played the second one. I do want to play it because I've heard that it's just as good as the first. It's great, yeah. which I love. Fuck zero. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then my other beef, my last beef, and then we'll get into good stuff. In four of the levels, there's Doctor Light capsules where he gives you power ups. Yeah. Right. And we'll get into the because I actually like a couple of the power ups. So we'll get to that in a minute. But then in the other four levels. There's hidden Dr. Light chambers where he'll install a chip in Mega Man. And each chip does something different. One, like, charges your buster automatically. One lets you take more damage. I don't remember what the other two does. doesn't matter. But anyway, when you find one of these chambers, Dr. Light is like, you can only use one of the four chips at any given time. Oh, what's the fucking point? Right. But the way he said it, I'm telling you, I don't remember the exact words, but the way he says it makes me think like, okay, well, you can collect all four chips and then you can just pick which one you equip. So I was like, like at any given moment. So I was like, okay. So the first one that I found, which is the one I got, is an automatically charging X Buster that runs out of energy. It, you you use it as like your ninth weapon, but uh, so it's always charging. 
Uh, but every time you shoot it, it's like a weapon energy, like for any other weapon, and it oh. starts to decrease. You only get six or seven shots out of it. So then when I found one where you take less damage, I was like, well, that's the chip I want. And then he was like, oh, you already have a chip. Now you can't have this one. Oh my so you're stuck, God. and you're completely stuck, and nobody tells you, and nobody explains it, and the first chip that you accidentally find, if you take it, now you can't get any of the other chips. You don't even know what the other chips do. And, Bradley, it turns out in the fucking <laughs> Doppler's castle, there's uh, you can get gold armor, apparently in like the first level and if you get gold armor it's like all the chips and it just makes the game like easy mode to get through doppler's castle and some people are on reddit and stuff are like well only babies play with the gold armor and i was like well then change my diaper i'm yeah, a baby i need the gold armor Fuck. i don't care but then i go to get the gold armor and they're like to get the gold armor you have to have all the weapons or you have to beat all the bosses you have to find all the upgrades for Mega Man x you have to get all the e-tanks and you have to get the four different there's like these four like mecha suit yeah. things and you have to have all those. But you can't have a chip installed. And there's no way to uninstall this stupid chip that I accidentally took. And so after hours and hours of playing this game, I can't get the gold armor because I accidentally installed this fucking chip. Yeah, you walk into a room and Dr. Light's like, I'm going to give you a new power. And you're like, cool. I've been <laughs> trained to take the powers. Yeah, yeah why the fuck would I I was say no? so mad. And then I was like, I even read about it. People are like, well, you can always just look up the password to go to Doppler's Castle with everything to get the gold armor. And then I was like, you know what? You know what else I could do? I could fucking play something else. Or I could... I could just put in the password that brings me to the final cutscene. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Kiss my ass. I was so <laughs> done. I gave up. That was when I gave up. And now I'm done. My Joy-Cons are gone to Nintendo, hopefully to someday come back. Uh, and when they do come back, I'm never playing X3 again. And it really breaks my heart because, like I said, Mega Man X is my guy. This game can suck my ass. Yeah. Having that said that, let's, there's a yeah, couple of good things. Yeah, let's talk about some good things. How um, much time? Yeah, keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about something right. that I think is really cool about this game, but also kind of bunk. Yeah. So I, I don't want to continue to make qualms about this game because I do like it technically. Sure. I do technically think it's a pretty fun game. I, but it's still Mega Man. You were talking about the the ride along mechs, mm -hmm. which is like such a cool idea. What a great idea! But <laughs> four of these levels have mechs. But you need to get the chip for the mech in another level Ugh. before you can ride the fucking mech it, in this level. So you have to play every level in this game a bunch of different times to unlock everything. It's ridiculous. And like, just in case you don't know what we're talking about with the mechs, in the original Mega Man X, there's like those bad guys that ride around in those giant suits with the two big punching fists. Yeah. And you sit in them. So you can find a chip where then when you find these platforms, they'll warp you into one of those suits and then you can use it. Yeah. But you're right. You have to find the chip somewhere. Then go to the levels where you can get into the teleporter things to be. It's fucking and, stupid. And, and more often than not, you need those mechs to get to certain areas in the yeah. level to get like health upgrades or, uh. or or whatever, or like a Doctor Light chip or whatever. Like you need these mechs 100. I only ever found one of the chips, yeah. and then I end up going to like it ended up being for a mech that was in a level I already fucking beat. And you know what? And quite frankly, like even at the opportunities where you can use the mechs unless you need them to get to something, I find them useless. Yeah. I was like the, the just one more shitty thing about this fucking game. Yeah. But like like I said, actually riding the mechs pretty fun. Of course it pretty, is. It's pretty always fun. fun. Now, um and this goes without saying, this is made in the same engine as X1 and 2 clearly. Yeah. And it looks fucking incredible. Like, it is yep. a great now, game. Okay, that, yeah, let's get into some positives so at least we can send people home happy. Uh, I was actually reading about it, and apparently there's, like, some new chip in the cartridge or something. Um, it is... I mean, like, I listen, I've never hid my fetish for 16-bit pixel art. Right. I've loved it. This is amongst the best-looking games on the Super Nintendo. The they, backgrounds are gorgeous. I do think that the bosses look cool, 
Mega Man looks rad. Zero looks rad. It's yeah, it all looks very all bright, looks colorful. Yeah, um, um, it's so much so. Like I love the 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 aesthetic in this game so much so that when you open up the Legacy Collection, it asks you if you want to like round it out so it's not pixelized. And I'm like, fuck no, no, fuck yeah, Pax, pixel art's where it's at. Yeah, give give me the pixels. Fuck so no. uh, yeah, agreed with you there. I love that. Um, as I love with every Mega Man X game, once you get the ability, okay, so this is actually a good and a bad thing. Yeah, one of the power ups you can find is to power up the bus. I did you get that the which one the, where you can power up your mega buster like I, you get I didn't know no I didn't so I actually despise the extra powerful shot that the buster does because it's like delayed like it's a double shot and you have to tap the shoot button twice oh. when you charge it up all the way so then the first shot are these two wavy lines that shoot around and then the second shot is that huge blast through the middle yeah but you have to tap it twice and so so many times once I got this supercharged buster I would run at a bad guy and you're I, just, just anyone that's ever played Mega Man knows you just run around holding the blaster button, so your blaster's always full, right? Like yeah. it's just. So then when I see a bad guy, I release the blaster button. But then instead of it shooting the really powerful shot, it shoots those two wavy lines. Then you have to tap shoot again to shoot the big powerful shot. And I always forget, so I would like release the two wavy powerful lines, move, and then be like, oh yeah, tap the button, and now the big shot misses the guy I'm shooting at. It was. I was like, that's fucking stupid, and it's a fucking stupid design by a bunch of stupid game developers. You know You know what? I, this is actually just something I just thought about, and like, I, I wish that there was more foresight back in the 90s, because um, I'm thinking about the Mega Man X games, and I love one. Yeah. I really, really love one. I love the way that it's laid out. But I almost wonder if maybe, especially with the way that this one's built, where it's like, you get so frustrated that you're like, I didn't know I needed to go to this level first to get this fucking thing, to get this fucking thing in another level, yeah yada 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 i almost wonder if the Mega Man x series would have been a little bit better as like a like a metroidvania style so uh, yeah yeah where you're like where you're in wiley's castle the entire or Dude. doppler's castle the entire time uh so uh yeah put a pin in that because yeah. i wanted to, I, I i i have so, well yeah fuck yeah um <laughs> as much as i hate that upgraded blaster I love the fact, and this is in all Mega Man X games, that once you get the upgraded blaster, not only can you upgrade the Mega Buster, but you get an additional attack with every special weapon you get, mm -hmm. where you can charge up a bot, like any enemy's weapon, and then it does a second attack. I get such a hard on for that because as soon as I get a hold of the Mega Buster upgrade in any Mega Man game, my first inclining is to go through each of my boss weapons and be like, well, now what does it do? Well, now what does it do? And some of them become fucking hoss weapons. Yeah. <laughs> and I have always loved that about this franchise because that feels to me like something they didn't have to do. Like, they could have just been like, you've got your boss weapons, you know what they do, that's fine. Yeah. But they give you these extra powerful versions of them, and you need the extra powerful versions of them to find certain uh, items and stuff like that. And that's where, okay, so now I want to tie into the Metroidvania thing you brought up. One of the, uh, the power-ups you can get in this game that I fucking thought was phenomenal is your helmet. And if you get, did you get that one? I did not, know. When you get the helmet upgrade, when you go into every level, before you start moving, Mega Man's helmet shows a grid of the whole level as like a square by square by square grid and it lights up any square where there's a hidden item. Oh. And so, and you can only see it once, but it's very easy, particularly in today's world to capture a screenshot and then at any point you can be like, okay, so once I go up two screens to the left, there's something hidden here. Yeah. And I have all, that's my favorite feature in any, 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 and if you're listening to this and you make video games, which I don't know if anyone that does, any good Metroidvania, at least by the end of the game should give you maps where it's like, okay, you've got all your powers, Here's the map showing you everything you've missed. It's on you to figure out how to get it. 
Because that is my favorite thing to do is go back and clean sweep an area. That that's one of my favorite things about who I'm gonna I'm gonna catch some flax for this, but that's one of my favorite things about um, Metroid Other M on the Wii. And I know people hate that game, and yes, technically, yeah, it's terrible. Right, like it's really fucking terrible. But <laughs> once you beat the game, yeah, it tells you which rooms have right. the shit that you missed. Every game should do that. You don't have to use it if you don't want to, but it just makes things so much. Because I'm, I'm that guy that wants to get everything, and it makes it so much easier. So when I got that, I was like, well, fuck yeah. Because once you have that, when you're once you have that helmet upgrade when you're on the level select it shows you what items are in each boss's level on the level select screen and it shows you which ones you've gotten yeah and now it's a clean sweep i'm like okay instead of trying to remember i have seven of the eight heart tanks which level did i not get the heart tank in shows you all of them and then when you go into the level it shows you what room that heart tank is in and so once it did that that got me thinking about that i was like dude the Mega Man series as a massive Metroidvania be would be the tits, like well, you and said. That's what, that's what Castlevania did too, right? Because Castlevania was kind of more the Mega Man style where it's just level by level, yeah. not not non-linear the way the Mega Man is, which is, I think, the charm of Mega Man that it's non-linear. Right. Um, but take it one step further. Instead yeah. of it being like a level select mode, just a huge world. And there's and there's eight bosses in that in that huge castle, and you can go fight them in whatever order you want to. Yeah, but to, as to you, keep the Mega Man charm. Absolutely. But as you beat them, those powers give you the... We've all, like, part of the charm of a Metroidvania game is seeing something and being like, well, oh, I don't have the ability to get there yet, but I will yeah. have the ability well, to the, get and there. And this game has that. Like, it for does. Instance, there's, like, there's, like, one part in the... I think it's the Blast Hornet stage where, like, you fall down... And you look to your left, and there's a wall with cracks in it. And you're right. like, "Well, I don't, I don't have a bomb, right?" You know, I, uh, but but I feel like I could go through. That. Absolutely, right. And it's just like, and I was thinking that as I was playing it, I was like, "I love that concept." But instead of making me pick one of eight levels and fucking walk through the same level again, wouldn't it be so awesome if it was just one big world? And yeah. it was like, well, then when I beat Blast Hornet and I get his bombs. I'm like, well, now if I go back to like the the fiery under level or part of the level where the fucking fire rhino is, I'm like, I bet you these bombs will blow up that wall now and I could get it. I was like, that would be such a great game. If they want to bring back the Mega Man X series, bring it back as a Metroidvania with one huge level. You, you know I what? would fucking pay so much money for that. You know what someone should do is like uh, like somebody on the internet should just take this game and just and just edit all the maps together. God, fuck, yes. It would be so good. It would be so good. But you know what? Because it would be fun and it would be a great thing for Mega Man, they won't fucking do it. No, absolutely not. They're, they're going to keep insane. making the same thing, and which, which again, at the end of the day, the the, the template works. Totally. Like, the template works fantastic. 9, 10, and 11, I love them all. I would kill for a new Mega Man X game that goes back to, like, the X1, X2 roots, where yeah. it's just good. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like just you know, like going back to your roots we don't, when you made less shitty games. We don't need 3D <laughs> shit. We don't need fucking lock on technology. Yeah. Like none of that. Just just X8. That's like it's like I, I've never played it, but I've heard it's like a like a 3D platformer type. It, apparently, thing. it sucks. Yeah. Just I've give me like bad. and like you know what? Just like they did with like Mega Man Nine and Mega Man Ten, where they went to that eight bit graphic style and everything. It's perfect. We're I fucking hot. I was like, why can't Mega the next Mega Man X game? If it's not going to be a Metroidvania, which would be fucking incredible, then just. Make Get that classic 16 bit art, yeah. release it as like a, a $30 game, maybe on, 20 yeah, on, on the eShop. You know what I mean? The, yeah, I would buy that in a heartbeat. I would be so happy because this, like, playing this game really irritated me because I, I know Mega Man and I was like, this looks like Mega Man, but this isn't Mega Man. It's like that, uh, it's like that meme where you see Mega Man X and it says, This sparks joy, and then Mega Man X3, this does not spark joy. That's it. Like it's just it it like Mega Man games are supposed to be hard. I have no problem with Mega Man games being hard. I have no problem with that. I consider it a badge of honor that I could finish most Mega Man games. But mm -hmm. this one 
it, it relies on just taking two-thirds of your damage on one hit. The bosses are so cheap, and they're big, and they just crash into you. And once you figure out the formula to a boss, then it just becomes boring. It just becomes, they're going to run at you, dodge them, yeah. hit them with the weapon. Run at you, and over and over well, and, and I, over I actually, again. I like a lot of the bosses in this game. Like, I, like I, I think that they're fun to play despite, like, I think if they gave less damage, it would be more fun. Right. But there is one that I fucking hate, and I, and I hate, and I hate, and I hate, and I'll give you, I'll give you a reason why. I hate Blast Hornet. And here's why. Because the rest of the game teaches you that you're supposed to wall jump up to the top and go over like that. Yeah. And so that sort of becomes like what your brain is accustomed to. Yeah, but yeah. if you try to do it on Blast Hornet, Blast Hornet can hit any area of the stage at any time without warning. Yeah. And I hate that. But once you, I'll tell you, once you have his weapon... It's, it's you're it's like simple. you're a bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like it, I said, I I got pretty far into this game as a kid. It's just as an adult, uh, I, I I don't know. Apparently, apparently I'm too dumb now. It just I, I I have no patience though, and I'll, I'll give you an example of this. Um, I recently picked up Kingdom Hearts three on kay. Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, and I played it for straight up maybe an hour and was like, ah, this is fucking stupid. I'm moving on. Yeah, and just dude, moving on. I feel like it's that too, stupid. and that and that's part of the problem with this game. I think as a kid. Again, it was like, well, this is the game I have. This is the game I'm yeah. going to play. Yeah. Whereas like, now, there, you have so much to play. I'm, I'm the same way. If a game doesn't catch me within about 45 minutes, a lot of the time I'm like, all right, fuck, I have too many other things I want to get to. The fact that I put as many hours into this game as I did, uh, I'm not trying to sound like a hero to you fucking people listening right now, but I did this for you. I had no interest in fucking trying to get through this game. And I was so determined I was going to finish this game. And then I finally was just like, yeah, I me can't too. take this anymore. Me too. I was like, I can't wait. I can't because like, I got so close as a kid. I can't wait to finally say that I beat this game. And then like after a couple days, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to beat this before the podcast. No. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was playing it on my Switch with my Joy-Con drift. And uh, you think the game's fucking hard as it is. <laughs> now imagine that at any given moment, Mega Man's going to start running left. Or do you have any idea how many times I got to a boss fight? And you know, you go through like classic Mega Man, you jump through the door. If you don't jump through the fucking, the rattling up rattling down doors you're yep. not playing Mega Man right you, you know what because he freezes in his like jump pose and then lands yeah. so you've got a mega shot charged up the boss comes in he does his little pose his, little, his life fills up you get a free for, shot right yeah. and you know how many times I missed that free shot because I let go and the fucking my Joy-Con will pull me to the left and shoot it to the back oh and so then this is I know this isn't Mega Man X3's fault but it just added another notch in my frustration fucking belt where I was just like I can't take this anymore my fucking Joy-Cons are pulling me to the left this game is cheap these bosses are cheap everything fucking hurts me I can't <laughs> find the power-ups that I need and then when I do find the power-ups that I need I can't have them because I accidentally took the wrong fucking power-up that it didn't explain to me that I couldn't fucking take I pray Rush. I pray to God. Yeah, where is Rush? What the fuck? I know he's not an I, ex. I sucks. pray. I pray to God that I never get Joy-Con drift because, um, yeah, like uh, I've been playing. I've been playing like the Castlevania anniversary anniversary collection. I can't fucking imagine how terrible that. No, would be. it's. I've sent my Joy Cons in right now, and I'm really hopeful they come back working because yeah. so many of those retro games on the Switch are useless with Joy Con drift. Fucking I be, useless. I bet, I bet you when they send in those Joy Con drifts and fix them, refurbish them, or whatever, I bet you they just fucking toss them in the garbage and send you new ones. Like, I'd be fine with me. Yeah. As long as they work, I don't fucking care. Because I, I, I love you, the Switch, but it's a big problem. I bet you they open it up, they look at something, and they're like, ah, oh, this thing's got drift. Throw it in the fucking garbage. Yeah. Send them a new one. I be, but I bet you more often than not, they get Joy-Cons <laughs> that they open up. They're like, this has no drift. These people are bitches. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. For sure they do. Send, send yeah. it back just as is. Who gives a shit? As Fuck is. Them. Yeah. Fucking guys. <laughs> Um, um, I'm done. Yeah, I, I feel I, better. I, I I do I do like this game, but yeah, because like the reason I picked this one because you said, hey man, pick a Mega Man X game. Let's yeah. talk about a Mega Man X game. As I was like, oh, when I was when I was a kid, this one was my favorite. Yeah, three was my Mega Man X three was my favorite, and now as an adult, I'm like, why? 
Why was this my favorite? What as a kid did I really love about this? Was it because I could beat it or right. get close to beating it? Like I said, when I was a kid, I got to Dobbler's Castle. And I must have just said, fuck it. But is it because I persevered? It's like um, I was thinking about this just now when we were talking about like that was the game that you had. And uh, I was thinking about when I was a kid and for Christmas, I got Star Fox Adventures. And that's one of the worst fucking games I've ever played. But I've beat it because when I was a kid, it's just what I. That's what you had. It's just what I had. It's one of the worst fucking games I've ever played. Uh, yeah, that's it. We all have the. Every single person listening to this has those retro games that we all know. I'm like that with Bart versus the Space Mutants. I posted a Let's Play of it where I finished it. Everything I could beat that game. A game sucks. Yeah. The only reason (laughs) I could beat it is because I played it so much as a kid. Because that was the game I had. Right. Well, and I'm really, really grateful. Um, that we have the Mega Man X Legacy Collection because if you genuinely think I'm gonna write down that fucking 16 character password right? every time, oh, no, that ain't saves are where it's at. That's insane. And then having to go through each number every time oh, I want to play the game, I oh. don't. I'm never. Oh, I'm password set. passwords are fucking. Those I, are dud. I never it's understood over. why we had them. Like, like it makes sense to save space on a cartridge, but in the Super Nintendo era. You had 16 megabytes yeah. to work with. When the when the launch title, Super Mario World, came with three save files, there's no reason games couldn't have save files. Yeah, no don't shit. fucking come at me. Especially Mega Man X. Listen, fucking Mega Man X3. Don't come at me. With, oh, well, we had to fill up the cartridge with bad guys because you didn't because half the levels are fucking empty. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to fill plus, it up, you're like, well, we have to make sure that we leave enough room for all the secrets that you're going to have to play through the levels 472 times to find all of them. <laughs> then, yeah, fuck you right. Yeah, maybe you had no room... And you know what? F- fuck, fuck that logic. And here's why: Mario World, the first Super Nintendo game, ninety six levels. Bigger. This game, ten levels. Bigger and better. Maybe, no, nine. T- ten. Ten. Is there is there two Doppler castles? Uh, well, there's. I know there's at least two. There's okay. probably two or three. Uh, t- ten. Ten. Maybe twelve. Yeah. Not ninety. <laughs> ten, um, ten to maybe twelve. Okay, I'm done with this. I'm yeah. fucking angry. Uh, uh, we got to score this thing. I mean, I'm trying to come up with unique ways to score it. X is the twenty fourth letter of the alphabet. So out of letters. How many letters would you give Mega Man X3? Uh, out of 24. Ooh, that's not a... Uh, I, I would say uh, like maybe 12. Like All right. 12. It's, it's a solid 50%. There's effort here. Sure. There's certainly effort here. Music's great, by the way. We didn't mention that. Music's Music, fucking I mean, phenomenal. It's, but, Mega Man music is always yeah, phenomenal. It, it barely needs to even be said. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'd probably go about 15. The thing is, like... I understand, like, it doesn't quite apply because some of the later Mega Man X games suck, but for the most part, I've always considered Mega Man like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still good. Yeah. I just love Mega Man. (laughs) I would say to anyone listening to this, because listen, I know there's probably a ton of you that have never played X3. Uh, Unless you're like a hardcore game collector that has to have it, do not spend hundreds of dollars on this cartridge because it is not worth it. Not when it's available on all these X collections and stuff for like 12 bucks. Yeah. Plus then you've got, like you said, saves and stuff like that. Um, And and play play one and two before you ever worry about touching three. But if you play one and two and you're like, I just, I really need some more 16-bit Mega Man. It's probably better than the rest of them. Yeah. then, Then I would recommend three. But one and two, we covered one a long time ago on the show and I definitely plan on covering two eventually. Um, Three is... Nah. Yeah, nah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I brought this one to the table. No, it's still not as bad as Echo the Dolphin. So yeah. we're fucking. We're that's the new low on the show. So or Star Fox Adventures. Yeah, uh, yeah fair <laughs> enough. Uh, good stuff, buddy. Thank yeah. you for doing this. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me, Adam. Done.
And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Bradley, thank you for inviting me over to your humble abode to talk Mega Man X3. But fuck you for making me play Mega Man X3. And uh, for the rest of you guys, thank you so much for listening. As I mentioned off the top, the Patreon is no longer, at least temporarily, it's suspended. So please do not go there and give me your money. Just keep listening to the show. That's all I'm asking you to do. Just listen to the show. Maybe tell a friend. Maybe throw me a share. That's all I'm asking. And if you're really interested, check out our Let's Plays, youtube.com slash rememberthegame. I'll be back on Sunday with episode two of Expansion Pass, which is free for the month of April. And I'll be back next Wednesday with episode 92 of the podcast. Take it easy, you guys. Stay safe. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. And I'll talk to you all again soon. Cheers. (laughs) Thank you.